What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host, it's Teresa. She looks so handsome. It's Teresa. <laughs> Strange, beautiful. It aren't my Teresa. It's the one and only Teresa. Emphasis on the strange. Hello, beautiful. everyone. How's everyone doing? I'm doing so. <laughs> it's so good. Teresa. So this, good. Teresa, this season. So good. It's are you so watching good. this season? Are you watching this? It's, We're watching together. <laughs> it's so good. It's I, too good. We don't deserve it. We're. we're it's too good for all of us, no, guys. No, we do deserve it. Oh, for some of true. the shit we've put up with Ooh. for so many seasons, this is exactly what we all deserve. And I'm so glad we're getting it. And I feel bad for the suckers that turned their back on 90 Day Fiance and said, I'm done with this franchise. I've had enough of Colt. I've had enough of Larissa. Well, you know what? There's a new Debbie in town. <laughs> and she's got a peacock purse. <laughs> She's incredible. There's a new bunch of lovebirds in town, and they go by the name of Gabe and Isabel, and they're yeah. bringing they're bringing heart to the show. There's another wackadoodle on our screens. Her name's Nicole. There's another there's another Jen in India. Her name is Jen. <laughs> this season is incredible, Therese. I'm so happy we are here to talk about it. It's everything. Woo! It's everything you would want from a reality TV show. Like, it's it's pure gold. I always say that, but it's pure gold, and it's very authentic. These guys are not acting because they're new. They're new on the show, and... I I love it. No I more Angela and Michael. Yes. I still think two may be acting. You guys Ooh. know. Uh, Nicole and Mahmoud. I, th I think they may be acting. I think they were actually once in a relationship, but currently I don't think they are. Currently I think they're trying to get that cash. I don't think so. I don't think she can act. Exactly. That's why I'm looking at this going, this is terrible. This is bad. This is poor acting. You're no, acting. You're trying to act like you're in this turmoil. That's her personality. Like when we watched her with her friends, like that was her still. Like yeah. kind of like mellow, like like complaining a little bit. Like that's her. So I don't, I don't think they're acting. Maybe they broke. They did broke up for a bit. She left Egypt, and I feel like maybe she's like, all right, like maybe I'll give it a shot one more time. I can see her being like this, but. Thinking it's not gonna work. I think they're giving it a shot one more time because yeah. TLC came knocking. Yeah, I don't maybe. think this was her idea to go back. Come on, she hates. Why would she let her apartment go? Why would her parents drive her car to freaking Idaho? Her lease was up. She wasn't making enough money selling clothes, so she picked up a part-time job delivering Uber Eats. Realized, man, I can't afford this apartment, so she let it go. And she probably signed a lease on a more affordable studio. And in the meantime. She went to Egypt for two weeks to film this show, Theresa. That's my, that's my theory, and I'm sticking to it. Sounds pretty good. Sounds pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Say, right? Pretty good. Yeah. All right. Okay. A lot more theories to come. Before, real quick, we're on Instagram, at Married Reality Pod. Message us there. Check out the memes. We have a good time over there, so come be a part of the fun on Instagram, at Married Reality Pod. Also, even more fun happening on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Married Reality. We are currently covering Darcy and Stacey, which... Until the past two episodes of this season, it was head and shoulders above any other show we were watching. Darcy and Stacey was chef's kiss. It still is. It still is. But this season of The Other Way is rivaling it for best TLC show It is, right but now. the sisters are still my fave. Still love them. This show does not have Florian, so that's, the, that's what we're missing. Yes, and the sisters are getting some honest people on the show, which I'm loving. We didn't need. Like, yeah, yeah, like not everyone's like, oh my gosh, like you guys are doing great. Like there's some <laughs> some people who are like, yeah, no. Bringing some reality yes. to reality television. So patreon.com slash reality. Of course, we are going to finish Darcy and Stacey. And then some of you guys know, some of you might not. We're going to be covering Love in Paradise and... And Seeking Brother Husbands. That's a real show, guys, and we're going to be covering it. What is it? Seeking a brother husband? Seeking brother husbands? Why stop at one? Why would so you just Seeking seek brother husbands, Plural, right? Teresa. The more the merrier. Maybe I'll seek some. The more the merrier. And don't you dare. 
oh, we could, someone could help us with the podcasting. That's very true. <laughs> we could use some help. Um, so that's patreon.com slash married to reality. A ton of shows coming over there. More shows, same price. Cousins Club level gets the audio. Family Affair gets the audio and video plus a bonus. You know how it goes. Check it out. Patreon.com slash married to reality. Also, make sure you're following the podcast right here. It's so easy to do. You look down, you smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's yes hurt. It's Jen's fitness class because <laughs> you think that was hot no nobody broke a sweat there, there was no whoa, heat whoa whoa uh-huh whoa. okay hot. oh all right <laughs> everyone was sweating if you're shaking your booty in the basement i'm sure you're gonna you're, you're gonna get some sweat if you're running around in a circle chanting nonsense yes you may you may sweat well listen it was fun i i i working I, out should not be fun let me just say that you can make it fun i I know I talk about me working out. I don't love it all the time. I really don't. I have to be in the mood. I still do it to be fit, sure. But I I do have fun sometimes. sometimes. Sometimes it's just I'm tired and I want to be there, sure. But this seemed like, yes, I want to be there. It's like you're dancing, you're yelling, you're running around. like no. All right. Smash it like it's <laughs> as hot as that. And last but not least, if you could leave us a review, we love the reviews. And if you leave a five-star review, we'll read it on the podcast. We'll read it do on- you have one? I got Theresa. Who do you think I am? All right. Do you think I would show up to a podcast empty-handed without a review, without shine. a five-star? Okay. It's your time to shine. All right. Here we go. This one comes to us from our friend Diane Poconos. Hello, Diane Poconos. I wonder if she lives in the Poconos. Theresa and I love the Poconos. That We've was, been to the Poconos. That was our first getaway date. Yeah. We hopped on a bus in New York City, drove out to the Poconos. Jurassic Park was playing on the TVs, and we went snowboarding for the day. And Jurassic Park is my favorite movie, and this was the first time John ever watched That's it. That's not true at all. What? I, I had seen JP1. I just That's the only one I had seen. Oh, yeah, but you didn't know it, like, well. No, I now saw you it. you know it well. I saw it at my buddy David's house Who's in David? elementary school, I think. Oh. Yeah. So, anyways, Diane Poconos, five stars. Love you guys. We love you, too. You have the best 90-day review podcast overall. What makes you outstanding is your chemistry and wit with each other and oh. with us, your listeners. You're more than a listener, Diane. You're a friend. I was born in New Haven and enjoy your Connecticut references. Oh, hell yeah. Then you better love our Silva sister recaps, Diane. Yeah, and that flat pizza. Hey, well, hold on. <laughs> love your love your Connecticut references, especially New Haven pizza. Uh, oh, check this out. I'm in Pennsylvania now and miss it so much. So, Poconos. Yeah, Diane Poconos. Love the review so far, but okay. It's not done? Not done. Okay. Just, oh, a, oh. just a note. You mentioned ancillary characters' potential for single life, i.e. John. That's Patrick's brother. And how great he would be. You guys forgot about Larissa's mother-in-law, Debbie, who I believe is on this, is one and only single life ancillary person. Personally, I'd rather see John and Theodore on Pillow Talk. You guys are great. You accompany me when I'm cleaning my house and taking walks on blue days. You put a smile on my face. Keep up the great work. Sorry if I was stumbling there. I'm trying to read the date. So this was from back in August. What so a beautiful this, review. Was this pre-Debbie being on the single? This might have been pre-Debbie being on the single life. So maybe, Diane Pocono's, maybe you manifested Debbie onto the single life. No, Debbie was on two single lives. Was she? Yeah. I think uh, I think uh, she's yeah. talking about Debbie being on it as not a main character. Mm, you're right. You're right. Diane. Diane, I get you. I understand your review, unlike this, <laughs> unlike our, our Connecticut John. Yeah. The only the only thing I disagree with you is that I don't love that New Haven pizza guys. Well, I think it's okay. I think it's okay, but New York sliced pizza, artichoke, everything. All right, this it's is, everything. This is not going to turn into pizza this segment. No, but what a review. Diane, thank you for that beautiful review. What you. An, you. You said it all, Diane. You really said it all. All right. That's that. That's the housekeeping. How about a little quick 90-day, by the way? A couple quick ones. Do it. Okay. Number one, Karini of Paul and Karini. Yes. Has a new job. It's not only fans, but it still involves handling packages, if you know what I mean. Amazon? UPS. Wait, 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 wait. Is she in the U.S.? Yes. What is she doing here? Working at UPS. Well, good for her, but didn't they, like, take the kids away from them? Uh, yeah. And I think there was some drama with the divorce. How, oh, yeah. How did she get her papers? 
I don't although although mm-hmm. they married mm-hmm. in Brazil. So I think that was like she got to the U.S. when she had her green card. A lot of good questions, Teresa. Here's all I know. Paul shared on Instagram. He loves to share. This guy loves to share. Oh, yeah. He shared the offer letter that Karini received from UPS. And in the offer letter, it says she starts in April. So good luck, Karini. Mm-hmm. Says she's going to make $21 an hour, which ain't too shabby. That's not bad. That's not as I'm not great at math, but I think that's close to fifty thousand a year. That's pretty dang good. It's UPS. I mean, I think they. Well, that's not USPS, which I worked for for a summer. Ugh. I was a casual. So what? What? USPS. That was one of my favorite jobs I ever had. Do you know how many packages they lost for me? Multiple. Yeah, it's, it's not a great system. Yeah. They kind of multiple just, packages. We kind of just throw it. It took me a couple of routes to realize I need to create a system if I'm going to deliver packages because they organize the mail beautifully. They sort it. They organize it. It's in an it's in sequential order of your route. So where you start to where you finish, you have these trays of mail, and as you go, you. Okay, so what happens? Packages. Yeah, what happens to the packages? Packages. They say, here's all the packages on your route, but they're just in a giant cart. You you throw them in the back of your truck. Mm -hmm. And then if you're like me on my first day, I go through my route, make record time because they time you. And whenever you're done, you can leave. It's not like you have to put in eight hours. When you're done, you're done. You make record time on your route, Teresa. And then you look back and you realize, I forgot to deliver deliver all those packages. Oh, maybe that's where my package is, because some of them got lost. Yeah. When did you do this? In this college? Was, this was, yes, 20, 2010, maybe? Ah, 2000. it was in the Czech Republic. Um, okay. So it wasn't so, you, but it was someone who lost multiple, multiple so of my packages. I just had to go back and double back and do the whole route again and deliver. So then the next day I go, don't forget about those packages. But then I'm delivering mail, looking back, sorting through packages, trying to find one ones that match. Can't really do it. So then my third day, by the third day, I realized, here you go. You set yourself up for success. You go through all the packages as you're loading them into the truck, and you write down the addresses. And you kind of have an idea. It's your town. I I was a carrier in my town. You kind of have an idea of the streets. And so you write them down on a notepad. You stick that notepad at the front of your truck. And as you drive through your route, you look down at the notepad, and you go, oh, I'm in this neighborhood. Let's see if I have any packages. Bada bing, bada boom. Back on top. I was back on top, Teresa. I was Look quite the. That. I was quite the carrier. I love the photo you have at your parents' oh, yeah. house. That's a that's a fun photo. It's quite the carrier. Yeah. Oh, I love it. That's that sounds like a fun job. Plot. Not in the winter, and not when it's ninety-five degrees in Connecticut, Diane. You remember those Connecticut summers? <laughs> All right. They, they gotta get better with the packages. That's by the way, number one. Congrats to Karini. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. Well, why is Paul sharing it? I don't know. Why does he share anything he shares? Well, are they together? I don't know, Teresa. This Stay is, tuned for a future, by the this, way. This is a mess, but okay. Number two, just a quick follow-up on a previous, by the way, because I like to tie I like to tie the bow up a little bit okay. for people. A follow-up to my story about Eve and Muhammad, the domestic abuse charges. Eve has been cleared of all charges. Nice. Okay, so if you guys aren't familiar... Muhammad filed a police report back in August. He alleged that Eve attacked him while trying to get his phone. And the responding officer looked at the relationship and he was told that that Muhammad has endured emotional and physical abuse from Eve throughout the relationship. So it was all filed. But now new court documents have emerged from February. They were obtained by Us Weekly. And it shows that all the charges, there was two, one for battery, one for assault against a household member. They were both dismissed without prejudice. Teresa. Nice. So out they go. And I don't know what's going on with those two, but I don't think they're together. Well, if they're not, he needs to be back in Egypt. Unless he found someone else to yeah. Unless he's on the with. run. Unless he's on, he grabbed his bidet and he's on the run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's it. That's by the way. A couple stories for you. Yep, interesting, interesting. All right. Shall we do it? Shall we talk about it? The reason we are here, Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance, The Other Way, Season 4, Episode 6. Yes. Let's start with 
a sleeper of a couple last week. I wasn't thrilled with their storyline last week, but this week I'm all in. I'm leaning in. I'm excited to talk about Jen and Rishi. Yeah. I mean, they get a lot, a lot of time. They got a lot. of prime time all the time. A lot of time two weeks ago, and they're getting a lot of time this week. And here's my first thought. Oh, the irony of that big love yourself sign outside of the gym that Jen goes in. It was like, love yourself, love yourself, love yourself. And Jen just walks in. If you loved yourself, you would not be in this relationship, Jen. That's what I'm going to say. Forget the gym. You would not be in this relationship. Well, she's trying, but I think she's she's smart. And so I don't think she's going to let anyone to walk all over her. She's letting. She has been for two years. She's in a secret relationship and she's getting lied to. Yeah, but I think now when she's there and she's experiencing all this, I think she's realizing like, okay, it either has to go, has to go a certain way of him coming clean and them starting to do what engaged couples do or she needs to go home and she knows it. I think she's coming around to it, but I don't think she valued herself enough because she put herself in this position, but hopefully you're right. Hopefully she is coming around. Love is love. Love, is, love yourself. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Exactly. Don't hurt me. <laughs> Rishi. Okay. Um, don't hurt yourself at this gym class. Really is, <laughs> I think, the moral of the story here. I loved it. This- I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Quite the unique, <laughs> what are you doing over there? Quite the unique fitness That's what class. I did. What is this? Here's, here's how I describe this workout. A room full of people who just saw a mouse. <laughs> Everyone just running around on their toes. No idea what's happening. I like it. It's a little chaotic. I feel like... (laughs) A little chaotic? I I feel like in the US, because people hate regular workouts. I think there are some who like it, but most people don't like working out. Therefore, they're trying to find different new ways of how to burn calories. And you have all these like parachute classes when you like jump on the trampolines and when you're hanging from the ceiling and you do the stripper pole exercise and you do all kinds of things. You do this Pilates with this strange machine, right? Mm -hmm. Just to like find a way to make it more enjoyable. In India, dear... (laughs) He figured it De- out. Deer looks like <laughs> the guy on cocaine at the club at 3 a.m. when the lights are coming on. He's like, what? This party's over already? He figured it out. This is it. This is the workout that you just want to like go in and you just want to like get it out, get energized. It, looked like, it, a, a, it looked like a kindergarten gym class. And I lo- that's why I think it was enjoyable. Okay. Because I did like my <laughs> kindergarten gym classes. It was fun. We ran around. We were, t- we were playing tag. It was great. We were just like, oh, like everyone's. It was like a little chaotic. This is a little chaotic. I'm I, telling you, one year from now, there is going to be a class in the U.S. It's going to be called Wawo. <laughs> and you're just going to be running around, tagging each other in the basement while like chanting. Yeah, I think next week, if I, I checked out the schedule, I think next week's class is Duck, Duck, Goose. <laughs> Um, speaking of not ducks, but deers, I'm sorry, Rishi, but deer has pretty good hair. Right? He had a nice, a dare, no pun intended, dare I say, nicer than Rishi's? He had a nice head of hair. Yeah, deer. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Um, so after running around in circles and chanting for 15 minutes, Jen is like, let's, let's have a sit down with with old dear here, with my dear. So they're friends. They met the last time she was in Jaipur. Yes. And she took his class and liked it, became friends. And now, hello, hello, his gym is in her neighborhood. So she can just pick up where she left off. Having a friend there, I think it's great, right? Yeah, it's good to have somebody you can talk to. Yeah, and so Deer's been there for her. She she cried on his shoulders. She talks about the relationship with him, asking him about the culture, right? But here's an interesting thing. He was like, oh, you remember the guy I was dating? Well, we're engaged now. Don't you, like, tell your friends that? He looked like a deer in headlights. 
Yeah. All right. Um. <laughs> I was actually gonna make the joke, but it didn't. Find oh. it that interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, That's pretty good. Pretty good, John. Grasping. Keep trying. We're grasping Keep over trying. here. We're grasping over here. Um. Yes. So she says we're engaged, but I'm kind of a secret. The family doesn't know. I don't know if I'll always be a secret. I don't even know if we'll actually get married. What does it all mean? And the heir says, well, what he's telling you is legit. Arranged marriages are more common here. But Deer has some good news, which is it's all going to come down to Rishi. And if he wants to marry you, if he wants it bad enough, he'll make it happen. All I was thinking was like, all right. Because he basically said, the mom might cry for a few days, but she will basically do what the son wants to do. Mm -hmm. I'm like, can someone send this memo to Sadna? No, Sadna plays by her own rules. (laughs) Because she's just not living by this rule. Sadna's out of control trying to kill herself. Oh, Sadna. So sad. Sad, sad, sad. Okay, so then Jen wants to have a talk with Rishi about everything she just heard. Rishi has other plans. It's There's a kite festival going on. I love it. And he's like, we do this with my family. I want to include Jen mm-hmm. without my family. But let's do the two of us. It's It was cool. Like They go out on the rooftop. Yeah. Everyone's flying kites. Although it's not all fun and games. They start to have kite fights. It yeah. It's pretty serious. I would love to like, be like, cutting other people's kites. I don't understand how you do that. Maybe like you throw knives. I don't think you do that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know either. I'm not the master kite flyer. I did it a couple of times at the beach, but this at cool. the beach. Yeah, that's it's always windier no. at, at the beach. I've never done it on a rooftop, but I think there's probably good gusts up there as well. I used to do it in the field. That's in your the classic field. It's the classic place to fly a kite. Interesting. Wasn't, yeah, we do it in check. Wasn't Muhammad a kite flyer? Speaking of even Muhammad, didn't he go out to a park and fly a kite? <laughs> no, it wasn't Muhammad. It was the tall dude from Maps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Justin. <laughs> yes. Oh, tree. Uh, oh, tree. All right. So enough with the kite flying. Jen wants to talk. And she wants to know, when is your family going to be comfortable with me? When are we going to be able to get down to business and do what I came here for? I didn't come here to fly kites. This is fun and all, but I came here for business. Okay. So I feel like Rishi did think about it a little bit, but his plans are like, what? Okay. First, he's like, well, you need to keep coming over basically all the time so my mom gets used to used to you. Or how about you move in and you kind of learn... Yeah. About the culture and what you have to do. And then Jen is not liking this because it's like, wait a minute. So you want me to move in with your parents without them knowing that we are a couple. We would not have any, we would not be able to spend any time together. Right. Right. Because I don't want to keep lying to your parents. And Rishi's like, all right. So how about you go and live with my friend (laughs) and his family so they can show you what? So my question is. Do you actually think Rishi wants to get married to Jen? Because in my eyes, it seems like he's just putting up these barriers to lengthen the time before he actually has to make a decision. He's like, well, you got to come around a lot. It's going to take some time. You might have to move in. You might have to learn the way of the house. And then we could get married. I think he does. But here is my biggest question, right? For me, I thought, okay, he loves... The Westerners, right? She loves the way she looks and the way she is. And she's an American. She acts differently. She dresses differently. She thinks differently. I thought that's what he liked, right? But now he's trying to turn her into an Indian woman, which means for me, it's like, well, why don't you just find an Indian wife? And she already knows how to do all this. Right. But an Indian wife doesn't look like Jen, doesn't act like Jen, doesn't think like Jen. So I almost feel like he wants this perfect combination of having Jen with an Indian spin. Yeah, that's what it is. He wants that that perfect hybrid. And I think the flip side of what I was just saying of, oh, he's trying to trying to elongate the timeline by saying, well, we got to do this, then we got to do that. The flip side of that is he actually is just wanting to make sure she's okay accepting the culture. Mm-hmm. He wants her to live that life yeah. to see if she can live that life. And if she can, then 
he'll go forward with a wedding, which I don't think was on either of our minds because we looked at Jen and said, oh, he wants a Western woman. Yeah. No, I think he actually wants to make sure she can play the part of an Indian wife well, before he gets serious. I think it's like Summit and Jenny. Summit wants her to do certain things, but Jenny doesn't do it all, right? She does some of it. Oh, she! what does she do? She barely can sweep up after herself. Well, she just wears the outfits. She puts the outfit yeah. on. That's the least she can do. And didn't she learn how to cook? Or That's probably Summit that's the cooking. I think Summit does. He's the well, chef. Well, so... Jen does. I don't think Jen wants to move in with anyone, but she agreed to do a wife training day at Surrender's house. <laughs> Which is a perfect name. She's surrendering to this way of life. That's a nice house. It was a really nice house. Uh-huh. It was a really nice house. And Risha's like, well, you call it Indian wife training camp. I say it's a learning responsibility and enjoying family. And it's learning for sure because Surrender's wife is going to be the one showing her what she does during the day. Sita. Sita. Who, if I was Sita, I would be very flattered that you're choosing me as the model wife. Oh, you want your wife to take after me? That's very flattering. That's very, very nice. Imagine if one of our friends brought their husband over and was like, John, teach him your ways. That's very (laughs) flattering. Don't you dare laugh. What would you teach them? Uh, Your tasks? I would teach them my tasks. I would teach them how to take care of your wife and to always be there for her and pick up her snacks at the grocery store. That's very true. You do pick up my (laughs) snacks. I'm always like, snacky snack, and you know exactly. I always get your snacks. I always get you what you want. I would would teach how to be a a loving husband. You you do that. (laughs) You do that. So Sita's like, all right, I'm going to put you to work today, girl. Roll up those sleeves. Let's get busy. And at first, Jen was loving it. Jen's like, wait, so there's places that a man can't go? Yeah, because so first they're hanging out in the kitchen with two other family members. I think it was like the sister-in-law and a sister or two sisters-in-law. And there she's just like standing like outside of the kitchen. And Jen is like, well, come over and translate. He's like... I can't. can't. It's a ladies' time. No way. It's a ladies' time. I'm just going to be standing here and yelling at you what they're saying so you understand. (laughs) And Jen is like, all right, I'm loving it because I'm pissed at him. So I'm glad he cannot come over. Yet he still needs to translate. Why couldn't we see Jenny go through this course? That I would have paid top dollar. I pay for Discovery Plus. We pay for Discovery Plus. I would have paid extra to see Jenny go through this. Well, she did. Sadna was showing her the ropes. I guess you're while right. she was basically making fun of her in Indian. You're very, Jenny didn't you're, understand. You're 100 correct. I can't believe I forgot Sadna about that. Sadna was like, "Oh, she's so lazy." <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how it kind of turns when it comes to Jen too, because she's loving it, she's into it, she's she's going along with everything until she finds out she has to set her alarm for 4 a.m. to get up and make tea for Rishi. Yeah. And just taking care of the whole family every single day. And she didn't get those two master's degrees to do this. Yeah. Which you can't blame her for. It's not for everyone. And it's a way of life. Like, I love taking care of this, our little household. And, but you still do things too, right? You, you have your own tasks. And you have more to your day to day than just cooking and cleaning. Absolutely. I was going somewhere with this. You interrupted well, you, my, my what thought. What you're saying, and I'm sorry, I tend to do that. What you're saying is what others have said in this segment, which is an Indian woman grows up learning these things and grows up yeah. knowing that this is going to be the way of life. For Jen, not only does she have to learn how to do these things, she has to learn that, oh, this is a part of life. Yeah. She's not used to that. No. She went to school. She learned a whole bunch of other things. She's got two master's degrees. She did not learn this. And I don't think she's going to accept this way of life. I don't think so either. And it's the same with Nicole. Like oh, Nicole's, Nicole's not going to. Nicole became a Muslim before she even knew what it meant, which is dumb. <laughs> yeah. But we'll get there. Yeah. Okay. Before we get there, let's take a quick break. When we come back, my favorite couple. All right. We'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. How are you? I'm doing great. Let's dive back into my, also my favorite couple, 
Chris and Jamie. First the knife, now furniture. Chris is on quite the spending spree. Okay, this is one of the stores that allows them to film because it's not a chain. Right. They're not going to buy anything there, but Chris is just out of her mind. Why don't you whittle some furniture with that new knife that you bought instead of spending more (laughs) money on a damn table? Well, first of all, Jamie's like, well, we have very different styles. You two are very different people. Like, absolutely. You're like black and white. You are not two boobs in a bra. No, you're not. You're like, you're like fish and air. Like fish doesn't care for air. They just live <laughs> in the water. That's not bad. Right? That's pretty right? good. Yeah. Um, Jamie likes things simple and easy. Simple and classy. Clean. Nice and clean. Chris wants to live inside of TGI Fridays. <laughs> they couldn't be more different. TGI Fridays? Isn't that the food chain? Yeah, it was like tchotchkes everywhere. It's out I've of control. I've never been, so. We can go. Isn't it? I thought that was um, the Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel's out of control. So I bet you Chris would feel very at home at a Cracker Barrel. I once, I've read an article about this couple who is retired and they just finished their journey on visiting every single Cracker Barrel in the United States and getting a t-shirt. Yep. Different dreams for different people. <laughs> I mean, being retired and just visiting Cracker Barrels. Hello. Mm-hmm. Have you been to one? No. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like once you've been to one, you've been to them all. I've been to Denise. Uh, very different, but same idea. Okay. Yeah, I would have the same reaction if you said, yeah, there was a couple that visited every Denise <laughs> in America. All right, all. Maybe on there. All right then. <sighs> so they end up hopping in bed at this store for some pillow talk. Well, it's more like Chris is about to fall asleep. And I'm not making <laughs> I'm not making fun of her narcolepsy, but she kind of brings it up. Well, there, there oh yes, okay. What she brings <laughs> this is so good. What she brings <sighs> up is that she may have to go back to Alabama because there's a court case and she has to prosecute the guy who stole her rare motorcycle. <laughs> okay, this is okay, a hot take. She ghosted Jamie before, right? Uh-huh. For a month, on her birthday, for a month. I think she ghosted Jamie because she went to jail. And now she's released, but she still needs to pay some shit off. So she needs to go back to court. court. But she's the one being prosecuted because she probably, I don't know, she probably stole the rare motorcycle <laughs> from someone. <laughs> I love this theory. This is a great right? theory. Oh, yeah. Jamie's freaking out. Jamie's like, okay, so you have to go back to Alabama. You remember my birthday eight months ago? You ghosted me for a month. And and Chris is like, yeah, I did. I ghosted her for one month. It's like, why for one month? Like, what, what happened to you? Did you go to jail? Like, literally, mm-hmm. what happened to you? Did you get, maybe she did something silly and she had to go to jail for 30 days. I don't know how it works or she got into I, some I, trouble, but. I love this theory. Right? I absolutely love this theory. It makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. She got mixed up in a, a rare motorcycle heist <laughs> and she, she got arrested. She spent a couple of days in jail yeah. or, or more, got out on bail and said, all right, you can come out as long as you return mm-hmm. back on your court date. And now her and her lawyers are trying to figure out, does she need to come back or not? Can she deal with it abroad? Can they Skype in? Well, here's the thing. She would need to be fine to travel. I feel like if you still need to deal with the courts, you cannot Maybe? leave the country. I, I, I think like, it probably depends on the charges. That's true. If it's some rare motorcycle <laughs> crime. Like her, her asleep on a rare motorcycle. <laughs> 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 Maybe you're free to go as long as you promise to return. I think, or she maybe this is true, but she's also like, okay, I got enough pills for a few months. Uh, I can go back now. Can go back for a little bit. So the biggest shocker for me was that it actually seemed like Jamie is scared to lose Chris. I know. I'm like, you should celebrate. Hell yeah. Yes, you should pack the two boobs and just leave the apartment. Like, never look back. Absolutely. You would be getting away scot-free, injury-free, not getting shanked with that machete. Oh, my god! Count your lucky stars, say la vie, and move on. Chalk it up to a learning experience. But she was in tears that 
oh my God, this is deja vu. Chris ghosted me once on my birthday, and now this is hurting, thinking that it may happen again. It's like, what? How? Really? What is it? What do you see in this woman? I think she still has like one last hope, but I think later on she's going to talk about like, yeah, oh, maybe, maybe she should stay in Alabama. So cut to a new day. Jamie and Chris are in their matching denim shirts. Chris is still stressing about her rare motorcycle. <laughs> and on top of that, she's in a lot of pain. So, okay. I'm trying to figure it out. Right? She's been in so much pain, like a constant pain. And she says she chooses to deal with it. So she takes the, all these painkillers. Why don't you just do the surgery? Well, if we are to believe what Chris is selling... It's $100,000. It's going to render you probably immobile for quite some time if you have poles in your head and you're wearing a halo and you look like Frankenstein. I would try to prolong that as much as possible, too. You live in Alabama. You're good. You fit right in. (laughs) (laughs) We're just kidding. We we love our Alabama friends. We're kidding. I think she likes the meds. And I hate to say it because I don't know. I'm not a doctor. This looked a little bit like withdrawal to me. Maybe, but it's uh, this for me. I was like, okay, you say you you've been living with a constant pain and you're used to it. Like this doesn't look like someone who's used to it. This looks like me after freaking wisdom teeth being in this much pain because I'm not used to it. I'm not in constant pain. Right. I was in constant pain for a month, and this was literally me, but complaining about my mouth. Not if, if I was in constant pain, like my mom's been in constant pain and yeah, she complains, but she also deals with it. She's not rolling around. She's not rolling around. No, like she says I'm in pain, but not like this. This is either, as you said, a withdrawal or someone who, who's not in constant pain, who's not used to it. The, the symptom of those two outcomes is the same. The, yeah. sim- the symptom is lack of medication. Yes. And so you're either going through withdrawal because you don't have that drug or you're in severe pain because you don't have that drug to diminish the pain. That's very true. So they're going to go to the flea market so they can finally get some furniture because that fancy store, I mean, you got to buy the drugs and the knives. So let's, let's hit the flea <laughs> There's market. There's no money left over for nice furniture. But they don't make it to the flea market. So they're in the cab and Chris is just like in pain on laying on Jamie. And I feel like Jamie's like freaking out. Like doesn't know what to do with her. I felt bad because I'm going either way, whether it's withdrawal or it's actual pain. I felt bad. This woman was not in good shape. She's in a foreign country with a with a stranger, for lack of a better term. And she's clearly in trouble. So. Here was my big question. When she was home before they left the house and she was telling Jamie about the neck pain and she was literally laying on bed with her head kind of like positions against the wall in a way that if I had a bad neck or back, I would never do it. It's like the shrimp position that you do that you complain that your back hurts after. Make this personal. Oh, you being a shrimp? <laughs> yeah. Well, she was being a shrimp, and I'm like, I know. That's if you if that's exactly the area. I, me watching her in this position was like I was in pain. Well, the other thing is she's in the cab talking about her neck pain. Then she gets out and she's holding her back. Mm, I I'm think like, it's both. I think it's both. You think so? Yeah, she was saying Could like be. back and neck, and I get it. I'm I'm not saying she's not in pain. She's I think she's in pain, but I also think it's a withdrawal, and I think the meds help, and now she's out of them, so needs the doctor uh, with the good stuff. I mean, he this guy shows up and injects her with some diclofenac, I think is how you pronounce it. Whatever it is. <laughs> it's she's a, like- I looked it up. It's a non-steroidal <laughs> anti-inflammatory. I don't think it's fun juice. I don't think it's going to oh. get her to where she needs to be. It's unfortunate. It's a little unfortunate for her. But the surgeon says, or the doctor says, you either need surgery or you're going to be in increasing amounts of pain. It's mm-hmm. not going to get better. Yes. And so Jamie's like, oh boy, well, first she had to leave for her rare motorcycle. (laughs) Now it seems like she's going to have to leave for this rare surgery. (laughs) And she's like, maybe she should just go back to Alabama. 
I don't think she's ready to let her go. I honestly think uh, for some reason she's infatuated with this woman. Well, because it's her first girlfriend, I think. Like first, like she's openly gay now, and they've been talking for a while. So I don't think she wants to let her go just yet. But I think like it's building up. I also all these issues are building up. I also think it takes time to whittle away at the idea you created in your mind. And so for however long they were talking online, she had this picture, the best photoshopped photos, filtered photos, best lighting in the videos. And she created this perfect image of Chris in her mind. And now it's been a couple of days. And so cracks are starting to show and, and the reality is whittling away at this perfection, at this idea of the perfect girlfriend. But it's still going to take time to really break it down and for Jamie to see Chris for all she mm-hmm. is and not just this idea that she has in her mind. So I think they're still in the honeymoon phase. But yeah, let's see if she sticks around. I don't think it's going to be rainbows and butterflies for that long. Definitely not. All right. All right. Let's move to a couple that I wish we got a little more time. Well, definitely, definitely not enough time. It's Debbie and Osama. The peacock has landed. <laughs> She's in Morocco. It's Osama. He looks so handsome. Hey, Osama. <laughs> and he welcomes her with flowers. With the saddest looking flowers we've ever seen on 90 Day Fiance. Well, he picked it up at his farm. Don't judge. These look like those joke flowers that squirt water. I think he just picked, he's a farmer boy. He just picked it up on the way to the bus. Let's talk about this meeting because there was a big hug. Mm-hmm. There was no mouth to mouth. So I'm saying it's not romantic. It's, was, um, what's the word? Platonic? It wasn't the, no, it wasn't the Lord, Lord of the Rings. You know, I don't watch that garbage. No, <laughs> stop it. Take it back. Um, Oh it's like partnership, but it's not. What's, what's friendship? No. Well, Teammates. No. Give me another hint. Give me a better hint. Um, like being united, mm-hmm. like um, it's not coalition. Unified coalition allies. No. Give me a better hint. I don't know. Throw out some other words. But let's. Let's go with partnership for now. Because no, but I'm curious. What what are the attributes? Fellowship. Oh, well, that was never going to no. get. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like Lord of the Rings. Yeah, fellowship. Fellowship well, of the Rings. Explain it, because when I think of a fellowship, I think of like <laughs> work and school. I don't think of. I think they're just like. Couple, I, don't, couple, I don't think of a, a grandma banging a twenty year old. Couple of fellows. Couple of fellows. Hanging out, doing spoken word poetry. Image of the sun, my strange, beautiful, from the heavens to Morocco. Debbie. I think it's just, uh, let's go with partnership because a friendship, it's definitely. Business partners. Let's call it business partners because I, I think that's all Osama's looking for is someone to back his art, someone to finance his art. I guess, but there is something. I think he... Likes her. Companion. That's what I was going for. Love it. Okay. Companion. This is companionship, not fellowship. That was Lord of the Rings. Didn't make any sense. <laughs> companion. I, I agree. I agree. I don't understand why he wants a companion. I said it last week. I'll stand by it this week. He likes being alone. He likes the quiet of the farm. Why does he want Debbie there? Because I think he needs some spark. Something to the inspire his art. I mean, cats don't, I mean, nothing against cats today, but oh I don't think they can really do much. We've, we've reached our cat hate quota for the month, <laughs> I think. We don't need to go there. But I think, yeah, okay, maybe a little bit of a muse, but more of another M word, money. Oh, yeah. I think, again, and I think she knows She it. has to. Otherwise, you're really not going to go lip to lip. You just flew across the world for this guy and you're not going to go lip to lip? And they're just chatting. I think they're just, they can keep each other's company. She can enjoy her lead years. Like she's in her late 50s, so good for her. He's going to be there for her and going to be her fellow, fella, or going to be her companion. Companion. And they each get something out of this if they make it work. But I think... 
Osama was giving her some marriage vibes, but that's not what he wants. He's, he's a and, user. But that's what she's there to do. I'm going to be very curious to watch them interact moving forward. Yes. Because, okay, there was no romance at all whatsoever at this first meeting, but I'll tell you what, it looked more friendly. They looked uh, they looked more into each other than Nicole and Mahmoud's. Oh, everyone looks more into meeting. each other than so. Nicole and Mahmoud. I'm telling you, I think they have this friendship or companionship, whatever you want to call it, partnership. Let's just see because I think she's more into him than he's into her when it comes to the romantic thing. To the romance. Okay. But I, I think they can make it work if they decide what it is. Because well, it's not a relationship as we know it's it. It's not a romantic relationship. No. Well, so, did you see the previews for next week? Oh, I did. All right. So I don't yeah. think. Yeah. I think he wants her to. You go home, but keep sending the money. We'll see. All right. Next, another short segment here. And a short segment, tall man. <laughs> Danielle and Johan. Still upset. Over the abortion lie or half truth or however you want to yeah. split it. And honestly, this was the first night Daniel spent in DR without Johan since she met Johan. But knock, knock. Who's there? It's tall Johan with a flower that he also picked up on <laughs> the way to the hotel. This was just as depressing as Osama's I, bar. I, I think it's the thought that counts. You have to spend money on I did. I did write a nice gesture. It's a nice yeah. gesture. He's coming in knowing I kind of fucked up. Here, um, I'm taking ownership. If nothing else, it's showing I'm taking ownership because if you walked in there thinking I did nothing wrong, you wouldn't have a flower. So, well, yes. I didn't tell you, but I just spent $50 on the bouquet for my mom's birthday. I wish I could find it on the way home. All right. Thanks for sharing on the podcast. <laughs> we will talk about it off the mic. No, that's very reasonable. Well, yeah, it is. That seems expensive for check. That's not going to lie. It's going to be a big... It's, that's it's, like how much when I send my mom flowers for Mother's Day. Or, it was a huge bouquet. Yeah, that for check. I just didn't check. tell you the price, but here's the price. Hello, hello. Surprise. That's your mom's 60th right? birthday. But I wish... I wish I could find it as I was walking home, yeah. flying, doing whatever. <laughs> so I couldn't, and I thought it was a nice gesture. And he basically just explains, and he says something what I said last time, that that was a misunderstanding, right? And he said, well, I thought uh, she told me she told me that she was the baby. I can see. Like, imagine. He didn't say who this ex was. Was it someone who came on vacation too? And I was like, shit, I don't want to have a baby with the guy. I don't course. see my future of with. Course. So she's like, yeah, like, I'm sorry I lost the baby. And then she aborted it. But he said that he will learn from someone else later on, which makes me the, think uh, that maybe it was a local girl. Well, the story doesn't. Totally. I mean, the story makes sense, but you can't say he's completely innocent because he told Danielle what he wanted to tell Danielle. He knew the truth, but he said, oh, I wanted a kid so bad. He basically couldn't wrap his mind around someone aborting a child because he wants a kid so badly. So he just told himself and he told others, well, it was out of our hands. Yeah, whatever it was, he comes clean out. Danielle's like, all right. But don't lie to me again. He apologizes. He gets it. And that was it. But again, don't lie to me again. I hope he understands the importance of honesty in a marriage. Do you understand the importance of honesty in a marriage, Danielle? Because you haven't been completely honest. And she's not taking any account for that. No. She's still up. Well, yeah, maybe we'll move to New York. Let's see. Who knows? Does does Johan know about your debt? Does Johan know about all your traffic tickets? I don't think you're being completely honest. With your husband, Danielle. Well, I don't think anyone knew before the show and then people she started knew. digging. She knew. Yeah. <laughs> you don't think she knew about her debt? Why does she have a car in New York City, first of all? All it's going to do is rack up debt. You're going to get parking tickets, speeding tickets, yeah. tolls. All it's going to do is cost you- they keep moving the car. They keep cleaning the, the roads streets, all the yeah. time. And it's like, I never see anything clean, but it's the garbage. It's a, the garbage. A parking, a garage spot in New York City is as much as rent in most other cities. Absolutely. I used to, I found this parking garage in the Upper East Side when I used to live in New Jersey and drove into the city. And that one won $65 a day and it was a win. It was uh, basically half of my paycheck for the week, but it was the cheapest one I found. There you go. And you had to pay for it? 
if I went to New York City for fun oh. and I drove. Got yeah. it. Got it. All right. Let's move on to the next couple. And this is a couple. Okay. This is a capital C couple. This is a couple with heart. This I loved seeing this. This was a big moment, I think, for this couple. And again, not a member of the trans community, but I think this is a big moment for the trans community. Absolutely. And I don't want to go into details because I think Gabe shared all the details. Yeah, it's not for us to repeat necessarily. No, but I think it was it was great. Like so he still has some boobs that he yeah. wants to and I don't really see it. But it's he not wants for to you get, to it's not for you to see or oh, not see it's absolutely but yeah. he and I love that that's what Isabel said too. She's like, I don't see an issue. I, I think it looks good, but it's his body. It's his body, but it, yes, I will go as far as to say if you want to have this conversation with someone besides your doctor, you have it with your partner. And that's yeah. who it's between. It's mainly be between you, but it's between you and your partner if you yeah. if you have that sort of relationship. The only other, I mean, we'll talk more about it, but at a, at a high level, I just want to say huge respect to Gabe for having these conversations mm-hmm. on national TV. Oh, yeah. This cannot be easy. It can't be easy to have in private. Huge respect. And so, so amazing for him to be able to have this conversation this openly and comfortably on TV. Well, he's proud of who he is. And that's why he does, he does these one man what he parades, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah. he's proud of it and I love it. But yeah, he's been open about it on national TV and the learning channel. So we're finally learning something. Yeah. The sad part was, so he he's going to a doctor now to address the top surgery. He went to a doctor in the past and the doctor was such a dick saying, I don't know, are, are you transgender? Like, I don't even believe you're transgender. And we learn, no surprise here, it was a Florida doctor. <laughs> oh, here's the thing. If the doctor was just say, oh, wow, like, I, I didn't know that you were transgender, I would be like, oh, thank you. I, pro- I look like a guy. I am a guy. That's who I am, right? Yeah. But the fact that this Florida doctor kept going deeper, like, well, show me your proof. Yeah. The, that the, was fucked up. The Florida doctor was almost like bullying yeah. Gabe. It's, it's to show me. It's... Very upsetting mm-hmm. to think of a medical professional would they they would behave like this. Like nah. you're you're your most vulnerable at the doctor, and for someone to act like that and question you is kind of disgusting. Well, I got questioned because of my stomach issue. My nah. doctor didn't even want to send me anywhere, and then she's like, I kind of got upset, and she's like, Okay, well, like so you can go and see gastrologists, and they'll tell you. Well, I ended up having some issues. I was taking med- medications for months for yeah. it, and it got better. But she didn't know. She's not the type of a doctor. And instead of her taking my word for, Hey, something's bothering me. Do you think I want to keep going to doctors and spending my own money? I don't, but yeah, she also didn't trust me and I had to freaking ask for it and get upset. Yeah. And I don't want to generalize. There's a ton of great doctors. Most doctors I think are amazing, but at the end of the day, doctors are people. People are humans. There's going to be some shitty ones. Yeah. And so I'll give everyone listening the advice I gave Teresa, which is you have to be your own advocate. If something doesn't feel right, or if you know something deep down, you gotta, you gotta fight for it. Get a second opinion, go to a different doctor. Because you know your body better than anyone and not every doctor is going to give you the treatment or the respect or attention that you deserve. So be your best advocate. And if you don't think something is right, make sure it gets checked out. Yeah, for sure. And also, I'm not going to go and see her again. Oh, exactly. Of course. Why would you? <laughs> the, the, the only thing I had against this doctor here was when he's like, can you guys take those masks off? <laughs> it's like you're in a you should be wearing a mask anywhere. It should be the doctor's office. That's the last place that held on to the mask requirements. I feel like we're the medical In Florida? Please. What doctors do you go to? This was here. This was in Columbia. When the doctor was like, can you pop those masks off? True. I missed that part, but I saw them taking the masks off. Which, all right, well. I was very impressed with this doctor, though. And I'm sure they wouldn't go embarrassed and wouldn't embarrass a doctor on TV. But this doctor says, oh, Gabe is only the second transgender person I've ever seen, but he seemed very knowledgeable. Yeah. No, that was great. And so Gabe kind of talked about the type of a surgery you get to create a penis. And I didn't know any of this. 
I no. don't think many of you guys did. So I I found it very interesting. Let's again, I don't want to go deep on this because Gabe really gave us a good rundown of what how it works, yeah. what you can get. If you are curious and you should be, this is very informative and educational. If you're curious and you don't watch the show, watch this segment. Because yeah, because I don't want to butcher it. I don't want to no. go deep into it and then and then miss some important information and be spreading something I know nothing about. So yeah, yeah guys, like go and watch it. It was really cool. I've learned a lot. And Isabel learned a lot. She wants to learn more. They leave this doctor's office mm -hmm. and they go to talk about it over coffee. Gabe, as we touched on briefly, didn't have the best experience with his first mm -hmm. surgeries. So now he's a little bit hesitant to do this top surgery, even though he wants to do it. He's a little unsure. And Isabel brings up over coffee the erection topic because yes. it came out that he did not get the surgery that allows you to get an erection. But Isabel was confused because, well, sex is good. Everything seems yeah. to be working just fine down and there. And it's okay. I'll, I'll go a little deeper into this because when they create a penis, they can either take the muscle and the skin and the nerves from your legs, from your thighs, your arms, or your back. And if they do it from your thighs, the penis is like thicker and, and can function without that, that erection surgery. Talk about a third leg. Jesus. Um, <laughs> basically, yeah. He said it, because they went with the leg, he's always got somewhat of a semi. Uh, and it works. It works for him. The comical part of this segment was them trying to use the translator. Um <laughs> Not putting the trans in translator, shall we say, because oh, the, the translator was having a little bit of trouble keeping up. And I just think it's interesting because, yeah, these conversations aren't happening every day. So this translator probably isn't programmed to yeah. have these conversations. And it, it wasn't keeping up. Also, they're at the cafe. So they were using less than specific words, maybe? Or what? No, but I feel like that. Uh, imagine you are sitting at the table next and you hear the translator just like trying to say oh. something and you're well, like, the what thing, are you talking about? The things about? the translator was saying wasn't wild. It was like talking about being sticky or cooking. Like yeah. it, it, it wasn't it wasn't doing a great job. But does that translator ever do a great job? No. Yeah. I, does, it, uh, go ahead. I'm like, uh, I was going to uh, say it does a great job of providing entertainment and that's about absolutely, it. Absolutely. Always. Remember Karini and Paul? That's all they remember, that's all they had. Remember Junie and Devin? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it kind of ends with Isabel saying she's happy, she understands Gabe better that they had these conversations. Yeah, yeah. And, and she's I'm very here happy. For it. I'm happy for She's happy with the conversation. She's happy sexually. And I just loved it. I loved how open they were with this conversation. Yeah. Well, the challenge is going to be telling the parents and not about all this. No. Well, they'll they'll but see they'll see it later. I loved at the end when Gabe was like, "Well, now you know everything. If your parents have questions, <laughs> you can answer them." Yep. And it's so true. Okay. Do we have one more couple? Yes, one more, and it's another favorite of mine, Nicole and Mahmoud. Nicole and Mahmoud. What is Nicole wearing? She looks like she's about to go churn some butter. <laughs> I was, it's from Zara and I like it. What? Yeah. She the, was looking very flammable the in shirt, that top. Yes. The blue shirt. Yes. I was looking at it at Zara, but that's one of those shirts that I don't I don't have white shoulders, but if I wear the wrong shirt, I would, and that's you the kind of a shirt. But like she's a linebacker. But she's tall. I think that's Is why she? it looks good on her. I think she's taller. Hmm. Um John always makes fun of some of my Zara quotes. <laughs> you got some very wide shirts. Well, sometimes it's, it's, it's the vibe, Jonathan. Okay. So Nicole over there trying to light the oven, which she is failing at miserably. I don't understand why this is not something that is unique to Egypt. I think we've all had to light a stove like that in our life before. Oh my, I've had a stove like this until my parents... Literally bought a house and got the ceramics top yeah. when I was 18. That, that shit broke. So you they light. went back to the typical American, not American, gas one. But you don't have to light it with your lighter. But we used to have that. Yeah. You light it like that sometimes with your stove. You light it like that with your grill sometimes. All the time like, with, I, I, with your grill. I don't know what Nicole's issue is there, but she was malfunctioning for a minute. But she gets back on track 
and we learn about their Shark Tank idea, their business idea. So here's what I, okay, I was thinking about it. I'm like, they met at this fabric the store. fabric store he works at, and she went there to look at fabrics. She's in fashion, right? Maybe they connected on it somehow, talked about a potential business and being in love, but those two don't work. No. And so I think that's maybe why Nicole went back because she's like, maybe I can make things work in Egypt. Uh, like a fashion. Yeah. Line. Like I can, I can come up with a brand that's fashionable yet modest. We can make it work. Like he works at a fabric store. It's much cheaper in Egypt to produce these things than in the US. And well, I have a husband now, so why not give it a shot? Like, I believe now that. That's why she went back. Like, just give it a one more shot because it seems like a good idea. It's interesting. You have a couple of good theories on this episode. I like it. And mm -hmm. I like that they're at least trying to have a source of income, mm -hmm. unlike so many of these couples. Yeah. And it turns out Mahmoud's uncle is in the clothing business, so they have a little bit of a connection yeah. there. Here's my, my issue with it. She keeps saying, well, fashionable but modest. You can buy that in the U.S. You can... I know. The shirt she was it's wearing, not that original. the shirt she was wearing, was fashionable yet modest, right? Mm -hmm. It exists. I think it would be better if she was actually not better, but I think if she was embracing the Egyptian culture, she would want to live there. She would want to wear the clothes they wear, yet make that a little more fashionable. Yeah, may put a spin on that. Not to come up with another button down, button down shirt. I can go to Banana Republic or Zara. And by that. I think her idea is probably almost like a female true classic. Like, you know those t-shirts, they're tight in the arms, but they, they're loose in the stomach so that you don't show your beer belly, but you look fit. Well, is I, it for men or women? It's for men. Oh. I was like, I think her idea is like a true classic where it's going to be tight in all the places it can be. It's going to be tight in all the places mm. it's legally allowed to be tight, but we'll make it loose where it's got to be loose. Yeah, I I think it's why it's not going to work because most Egyptian women would be like, well, it's cool. It's modest, but this is not what we're used yeah. to. She, if she went into this with a mindset of like, all right, let's take a spin on the Egyptian fashion and take that and maybe make it a little more fashionable yet people would be interested. Maybe that would be a good idea. Yeah. I don't know. In Egypt. I don't what are you going to sell it? I don't know what the appetite is like over there for for bucking trends, but I don't know that Nicole is going to be the face of Egyptian fashion. Absolutely not. Anytime soon. Because I think Nicole is about to pack her bags and, oh, hello, she is packing her bags. Well, this big, huge fight starts because Nicole's like, should I wear this wide Zara shirt to meet your uncle? And Mahmoud's like, wear whatever you want down there, but... Cover your head. Well, he likes the shirt because it's not it's tight. It's modest, right? But yeah. But cover cover your head. the head. As you promised you will. You promised you will cover your head. I, you've covered your head before. I will never cover my hair, Mahmoud. And here's my issue with this. Like, I understand where she's coming from, but dude, you became Muslim. You accepted the culture. You married the guy and you, you, you live there. You need to embrace it. You, you cannot be, like, saying absolutely not. Like, that's just rude. Like, I get it. Like, I would not want to do it, but I'm not moving to Egypt. Right. And her whole theory or her whole rationale was, well, I thought maybe I'd, maybe I'd be okay with it. No, you didn't think you'd come around. You thought Mahmoud would come around. You yeah. were holding out. You're going to say, who's going to break first? Who's yeah. going to break? It's not a game of chicken. It's his lifestyle, mm -hmm. and you thought, well, I'll wear him down and he'll allow me to go around without my head covered. No. And so now you're in this situation. Yeah. So they get into this huge fight, and Mahmoud storms off, and he's basically like, well, maybe we shouldn't be together. Ding, ding, ding. You're right. Yep. And so Nicole starts packing her suitcase because, as I said, Mahmoud storms off. He went out to calm down. Nicole is like, I'm out of here. Yeah, you said we shouldn't be together. Yeah. Well, all right. I heard it loud and clear. I don't want to be here, so that's all I needed to hear. I'll pack my bags. I'll go. We'll live happily ever after. 
not 90 Day Happily Ever After because we won't be on another yeah. season, but we'll live happily ever after. But here's the here's the twist. Mahmoud comes back and he's okay. Like, yeah. he's relaxed. He's like, ready to go to so my uncle's? You, you ready to go? And Nicole is like, no, you told me that this is over. I'm, I'm leaving. And Mahmoud is like, well... Well, let's let's talk about it. Let's like, I mean, why are you leaving? And then they start cursing each other out. Yeah. And I'm very curious to hear what she said because it was a, it wasn't just like fuck you. It was like beep 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 beep, and he <laughs> storms off again. I'm like, what did you just call him? And I'm sure poor mom was sitting in the next room this entire time. She speaks no English, but uh, I feel like people know the important words. Maybe, but I'm like. What did you just tell him? I'm very curious. That it's, was a long chorus. It's so not good. Mahmoud was right. You shouldn't be together. Go home. Carry on, my wayward son. Yep. And that's where it ends. That's where it ends with another Mahmoud storm off. Let's see. I don't see them making it the entire season. We're on episode six here. I don't see them. I don't see how they could get past episode eight at this rate. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Guys, what an episode. Thanks for, for listening. I'm hoping you guys enjoyed watching it as much as we did. Check out the Instagram. Follow us over there at Married to Reality Pod. Join us on Patreon. We got Darcy and Stacy. We got the Silva Sisters. We got Love and Paradise coming up. We got Seeking Brother Husband coming up. It's all happening on the Patreon, patreon.com, Married to Reality. Of course, we got the 90 Day Fiance franchise over here on the free feed, and we got Married at First Sight on the free feed. So make sure you follow the free feed. It's so easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as the beautiful review from our Poconos friend. Diane Poconos. Thank you, Diane. It was beautiful. What a beautiful, as, as beautiful as the Poconos. That's very true. As beautiful as the Poconos. I love the Poconos. Love the Poconos. We should go back sometime. We should. All right. That is it. I've said it all. You've said it all. You've said it all. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.